welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and as always, I am grateful to have you here with me. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together, which is why I also have a community space. It is outside social media, and it is the perfect place for us to gather, hang with one another, and simply share who you are. I would love to meet you over there. You can find the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to today's episode. Oh, if you listened to my last podcast, you will know that I was headed back to work. Yes, I was. And I shared on my last podcast how I was feeling about that, how it is a big change for me. I have been home with Emma since she was born in July. And that time together has been an absolute, absolute gift. And so going back to work really wasn't easy. Last Sunday night really felt like the first day of school. (sighs) You know how you have like that first day of school jitters and you're wondering like, what do I wear? Oh, it was all of that. Absolutely all of that. I packed my lunch. I actually had to cook it ahead of time, (laughs) which I'm not used to doing. And put it in my little lunch bag. I made sure that my ice pack was in the freezer so that I could take it with me in the morning. I packed up my backpack, making sure I had my laptop, my ID, my water bottle and headphones. I even went and laid out my clothes, making sure that I actually had something that fit, (laughs) that I would feel comfortable in, that I could wear. I set my alarm. I am using, I know I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but it's like a vibrating alarm that goes on your wrist. And I've been using that and it has been amazing because it doesn't create like this loud jarring sound that wakes me up with anxiety. I don't know about you, but that alarm sound just, it gives me instant anxiety in the morning. And having this vibrate on my wrist is just a much more gentler way for me to wake up. So I made sure that the alarm was set for that. I then also set the alarm on my phone for after that, just in case I slept through the vibrating alarm. I wanted to make sure that I did wake up in time. And I just had everything laid out so that in the morning it would be much easier to get myself out the door. But I got to tell you, as I put my head on the pillow Sunday night, tears just spilled from my eyes. And I felt almost so silly crying because it was just all of these emotions and I wasn't even sure what they all were. They were all just coming to the surface. And I think a lot of it had to do is because it really felt like the end of an era. (laughs) And I know that sounds so big and massive to say, but that is how it felt. Because it was the end of this very sacred, beautiful time that Emma and I got to spend together, where I was able to be 100% focused and dedicated 
to her and taking care of her and being there for her every need. It really was a beautiful time of bonding where I really got to get to know her and see, you know, what those little cues were when she was hungry, when she was tired, if she just wanted some attention. I was learning all of her. And I absolutely loved, loved being able to be there for her. And now my days would no longer be guided by her schedule. I would be tethered to my calendar and to the endless amount of meetings that I have. There would be this rising before the sun, which I hadn't done (laughs) since Emma was born. There would be this having to find shoes to wear. Oh, gosh. I don't remember the last time I wore shoes for an extended period of time, you know, because it was summertime and I was just in flip-flops outside and in the house, I don't wear shoes. It would be packing my lunch, commuting, all of these things that I haven't done in so long. And just like there are these nerves and jitters before that first day of school, I was having all those same nerves and jitters. And going just through those little things in my head of like, will my ID work when I walk through the door? Will it have to be some kind of a process to get me in? Will all my programs and computer be functioning the way that I need it to so that I can get up to speed in a timely manner? And you just feel those little bits of angst for all these things that when you're in the groove and doing things, you're not even thinking twice about because it's just happening and you're just doing it. And so I really gave myself permission to feel all the feels on Sunday night, to allow those tears to spill, to be deep in the sadness of the ending of this time. And I know, you know, deep in my heart that everything is going to be fine. She is going to be great. I absolutely feel so blessed that Dustin is able to be home with her. And I think it's amazing that they get to spend this time together and develop that bond. It's just sad to get in the car and drive away from her, right? You know? And even though I know that it's all going to be good, I also knew that I had to go through all of those emotions. I had to let it pour out of me. So I cuddled up with my tears and my tissues and I let it all spill out. And when the alarm went off on Monday morning, I was ready. You know, I was ready to face the day, to see what was ahead of me. The house was super quiet when I left. Emma and Dustin still sleeping. It was easy to get out the door because I did have myself set up and prepared. My commute is about 45 minutes with no, if there's not like an accident or traffic. And driving for that amount of time was really strange. And it's not like Dustin and I haven't been going places and I haven't been out and doing things. No, we've been doing all of that. 
But the majority of the time, especially if it's something like farther away, like Dustin is driving. Yeah, like I'm going to the grocery store, but that's, you know, right around the corner. I'm going to the craft store. Yeah, but that's not too far either. But now like 45 minutes in the car, it was just so strange because I almost felt like, oh my gosh, I I don't remember how to do this. (laughs) And it's driving. I've been driving. But there's, you know, the crazy people on the road and there's the huge trucks and there's all of it. And it took me a little bit to get back into the groove of what it felt like to be commuting in the morning. One thing that brought me pleasure was I was able to put on a podcast and just listen to that as I was cruising to work. And I love doing that. I love listening to my podcast. I love listening to music and just having that time in the car to think is wonderful. But I was so like out of it that I wasn't able to like settle in to the calmness of it because it felt like everyone else around me was just driving crazy and speeding past and then slowing down. And I, I just wasn't, I wasn't in the groove of it. On the way home from work on Monday, I did feel a little bit more comfortable in the car, but it was just, it, it made me laugh because I was like, I've been driving. Why do I feel so uncomfortable? (laughs) But it, I mean, looking at it, Dustin really has been the one driving most places and I'm just the passenger and I could look around and just enjoy the scenery. So that took a little bit, you know, of getting used to. And then pulling into the parking lot and seeing the building, I was like, oh, this is it. This is real. It is happening. And I go to work very early, which I am grateful to be able to have the flexibility to do that. And so I start my day there at 7.30 and not many people are in. Most people arrive around 8.30. So I do have that hour where it is quiet usually. And I can crank out work in that time because there's no one there kind of behind your shoulder asking for something and there's not all the hustle and bustle around you. So I love having that hour in the morning. And as I walked into the building, it was quiet and those dark white desks were staring at me and it just it brought back you know it's like oh this is it this is the place yep everything's still the same and it was nice to to have that hour to settle in before others started coming into the door and then it was really nice to see people to be able to catch up and chat and to slowly find my way into the groove of it Of course, though, which did not surprise me at all. (laughs) It was a day filled with meeting after meeting after meeting. And so thrown right back into the fire of what it feels like to live in that uh, meeting schedule. And also, you know, just how exhausting it is, which really surprised me because I forgot. I forgot how tiring it is to be sitting in meeting after meeting every day. But it went good. You know, it was a great first day back. And driving home, I did feel a little bit more comfortable. And then walking through the door and getting to see Dustin 
and Emma, my heart absolutely melted because those are my two people. You know, I just love them with my whole heart and seeing them snuggled up together on the couch was a beautiful, beautiful sight to see. But I didn't realize all the emotions and energy and everything that was running through me from the day. And you think, I mean, you're just going back to work. Like, what's the big deal? But it was a big moment for me. And I was filled with all this energy that I didn't know how to process. And I, sitting here even in this moment, I don't know how to explain it. But they're arriving back home. It was like now transitioning back, you know, away from the office into home life. Allowing the, the thoughts from the day of like, oh my gosh, now like I need to work on this project and I need to get up to speed on this and I need to do X, Y, and Z, you know, all of those work things that are kind of running through your mind and you're like, wow, there's this feeling of overwhelm for sure. But allowing that to not get brought into my home and remembering how to do that again. And I wasn't so great at it. I was just kind of feeling all these different emotions. And I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what it was. But Dustin and I started butting heads a little bit. And we didn't have the best night. And I know it was because of me, because I was still processing, still adjusting. And I didn't have the words to express how I was feeling. I didn't have the wherewithal in the moment to even just step back and allow myself to process for a moment so that I could verbalize it. I was a bit lost. And it really was not a great night. But then waking up the next day, we, we just had a moment together, which we needed to reconnect, to apologize to one another, because we both, you know, kind of just lost our way. And to, to find our way back. And it's interesting because after having Emma, I feel like there are so many times where you have to find your way back of the relationship because she is our center, you know, and right now she's relying on us for everything and we're still learning her and we're still figuring out how to be parents and what this all looks like. And we need that reminder and we need to remind each other that yes, she is so important and we do need to focus on her and we you need to really be, you know, that core that supports her. But at the same exact time, we can't lose us. We can't lose the core that was us before she came along. And I didn't realize before having her how much work that would take. And how even when I look like coming in, on Monday, when I returned home, like I was so excited to see Emma. 
And yeah, I was so excited to see Dustin, but I didn't express it, you know, in the same way. Because I'm like, oh, he knows, you know, and I'm excited to see him. He's, you know, she, you know, it's all new to her. But you realize, no, like you do need to put that same energy in. And I know I haven't been doing the best job at it because I've been so hyper-focused on taking care of Emma, on making sure that she has everything she needs, that she's being well tended to. But I also need to do that for our relationship. And so I really saw that Monday night as all these emotions and things. And then there was so many things I couldn't even like pinpoint and say like, oh no, it's this. It was kind of everything wrapped, wrapped around each other. And so I'm really grateful that Dustin and I did have that moment on Tuesday where we were both able to just say, oh, I'm sorry for the way I treated you. And I don't like doing that or feeling that. And let's just, you know, do better from here. And so that helped to step happier into Tuesday and to, you know, begin finding this new rhythm of what life is going to look like with me at work during the day and him at work at night. And us being kind of these passing ships where we don't have as much time to spend with one another as we did have when I was here and he was home during the day and then went to work at night. And, you know, figuring out how to nurture our family, how to nurture ourselves individually so that we do feel both on our own that we have that time and space to do the things that we need to do to fill our own tanks because that is also super important and we both do it in very different ways but we need to be respectful of each other and know that okay you need that hour for yourself to go do whatever it is you want to do go up into your room close the door I'll take care of Emma. You do what you need to, what you got to do. And then he also gives me the respect of that same time. And so knowing that we have to take that time for each other. And then taking the time to nurture the relationship as a whole. And so it is a brand new rhythm and routine. And I know it's going to take time to kind of get into the groove of it. And I think it's going to take a bit of extra time because the holidays are thrown in. So that's going to kind of throw everything off. And then it's funny because going back to work, the one thing people would ask me, they're like, how are you feeling about it? You know, what is your schedule going to be like? Are you able to be home? And I just kept saying, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful because the company is amazing. I can, you know, choose the days that I want to go into work and they're so very flexible and, you know, like raving about it and really genuinely so grateful because it takes so much stress off of, you know, if you have something to do that night that I didn't have to be in the office that particular day and I could kind of shift my schedule at work based upon, you know, what life was like for me outside the office. So, for example, on days that I have Girl Scouts, I would usually work that day from home. That way I didn't have to like race from the office to make it down to New Milford in time, you know, and like driving like a lunatic 
to be sure that I could get there for 5.30. I didn't have to do that because it's so much closer at home. And I could work and then drive like a normal person (laughs) to get there. And raving about this for everyone, like so grateful for the flexibility. And just like there's this massive change in me having to go back to the office, they are making a massive change as well, where they are mandating the particular days we have to be in. And oh, reading that email, I was just devastated because I was so grateful for that flexibility. You know, absolutely love going to the, into the office, feel that it is important to have that connection and that in-person interaction. But having to have been able to kind of pick and choose my days was amazing. And now knowing that I'm going to be kind of be pigeonholed into particular days was really a tough pill to swallow. So that's going to be starting in January. So that's going to be a whole new ball game when it comes to kind of figuring out schedules and that panicky racing feeling to get my Girl Scout meetings is going to come back in. And I know there's going to be all these other things that are going to come up as I'm trying to navigate that. So giving myself a lot of grace, a lot of grace as I'm finding my way into this new transition, being grateful for the flexibility right now in December, and then seeing what happens come January. And I am a big believer in trusting. Trusting that things are going to work out the way that they need to, the way that they are meant to. And it's interesting because my sister-in-law reminded me of this, how I spoke about in my last podcast about asking, you know, for what you need and how that is super incredibly hard to do, but really important to do. And it's a true reminder in this moment while there is so much transition and things are happening in not the way that I kind of want them to, that now more than ever, I need to ask for what I need. And it doesn't mean at all that I'm going to get it. It doesn't mean at all that what I want is going to happen. But I have to have the courage to ask. And in order to ask, I know that I need to step back and get really clear on what I'm wanting. And not only just, you know, when it comes to the work arena and all that, but for this kind of next phase of my life. What is it that I want? What do I want to manifest? How do I want it to look and feel? And I'm really excited because. Starting actually tomorrow, I am hosting the year in review class. And I did this um, 2015, and I believe it was 2017 I hosted this class. And it's amazing what you're able to notice and what comes flooding back when you actually take the time and look back. And so together in community, and we're going to be doing this within the classroom section of the Soul Circle community. We're going to look back on 2022 
and really see like what happened. And it's funny because you forget, right? I feel as if I blinked and we are jumping into 2023. I don't know how it happened. But when I started, you know, preparing for the class and I was looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot this happened. I totally forgot that I had all the courage in the world to leap and try this new thing. Oh my goodness. All these things, you know, that I'm seeing. And I'm seeing what the theme was a bit for this past year and how I was really feeling in the moment. And when we're in them, we don't really know, right? We're kind of going through the motions and doing it. But in retrospect, there's so much that we can learn. And I'm really excited because looking back is going to help me really see how I want to move forward. And what are these intentions that I want to set for 2023? Behind where I sit at my desk, I have um, a vision board that has been up there for two years. <laughs> and I realize that it is absolutely time to refresh that and really unearth what are those dreams, those wishes, those desires that I want to put on there. And I know in doing this year in review class, all of that is going to come forth. And I'm going to be able to get really clear on what I want this new year to look like. And so I know that's going to help me in figuring out what do I need to ask for? What are my true desires? And so um, there is still time to join. If you want to take this journey with us, you can find it. I'll put it in the show notes below so that you can find it easily. Or again, it is on my website. So you could pop on over there. But please join us because doing these things in community really helps us to go a little bit deeper. To unearth things that we might have not had the courage to unearth on our own. And so it's going to be great. It was great the last two times that I hosted it. And you don't have to have had like this huge, crazy year to do it. Because it is really like those small, tiny moments that matter. And they deserve to be paid attention to. They deserve to really see, you know, what was there right below the surface. What did, how did I might miss a little bit? Because I kind of just jumped on to the next thing. Oh, so that was this week. It was a lot of processing being back, kind of, you know, not finding the way in the most proper way when I returned home, but giving myself grace to know that I'm going to do it imperfectly, but that I will be able to, I'll be able to get into the rhythm and routine. I will. I know it. It is just going to take some time. Since having Emma and now becoming a mom, I can see that there are these huge parts of me that have grown and I am feeling so much stronger than I have before. And so I'm going to look to lean into that, lean into this new strength that I have that I didn't realize was within me this entire time. See where it guides me to trust that the next right step is going to unfold in front of me, whatever that looks like. 
and that I might not know at all what that looks like. But when it comes to seize the opportunity to be fully present and just be there. I am so grateful for you being here on the other end of the microphone. I absolutely love spending this hour, hour, not an hour, half of an hour (laughs) together. Thank you for coming back each week, for being a part of my community. I would absolutely love, 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 love to share the year in review with you. So please come over and do that with me. It is from December 5th to January 6th. Those dates are coming off the top of my head and I could have mom brain. I'm still, you know, testing all the cobwebs, so I might not have it 100% right, but I believe that's right. We start tomorrow. And just enjoy your week. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.